Hola, super mamás. This is Paulina. I've missed you so much and I'm so happy to be back. This week, my sister and I sit down to talk about the struggles that I'm going through with postpartum depression after the birth of Sixta. I really wanted to share this with you because I feel that it's very important to raise awareness on the subject. I have been through this before and I thought I was prepared, so I didn't really think it would hit me again. It has been really hard, but I'm taking all the steps to get better. We talk about the importance of talking to a professional and the amount of pressure that we put on ourselves to have it all together to meet others' expectations. I really want to thank everybody that has reached out to me. It means so much and I'm extremely grateful for the sisterhood that's around me. I hope that by sharing my experience, I can help someone going through a similar situation out there. And I want to say to you, you're not alone. There's help and it will get better. Okay, guys, enjoy the show. <laughs> Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome to the Super Mama Sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista and he was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. And we get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Brisa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm -hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted, and he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. ¿Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super mamas! Hello. Palina's back. What's up? It's going to be my new sound. I thought that was Marshall. No. <laughs> Do you know how I know that? I know. I love how you now know about Paw Patrol. I'm in that phase. What else is he watching? He's really into those YouTube videos that yeah. everyone's into of like watching kids playing. Right? I will say that yesterday we made our own video <laughs> and then we rewatched it. And I was like, well, at least it's allowing him to play a little bit. Uh, and it was really fun. I actually had fun because yeah. I feel like I channeled those women or those voices that they hear like, <laughs> hello, Paw Patrol. <laughs> he loves to fight. That's like his thing. I don't know if it's a good thing or not a good thing that I'm encouraging it. But uh, trying to show him that you can fight, um, that you can only fight when you have a sword. So we... Oh, oh okay. <laughs> that way, like... He doesn't fight without a sword. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, he's like in the real world, he's not fighting everything because I'm going to be like, no, you can only fight when people have swords and shields. <laughs> okay. So we, um, he already has a sword and a shield. So I actually went to buy another sword for the house yesterday. So now we have two swords. And he bought himself a flash mask. So now oh. he has like his flash mask and his sword. Oh, that's cute. So I'm trying to show him that we can only fight when I have, because I own weapons. Yeah. <laughs> You can exactly. only fight with weapons. Exactly. <laughs> well, my kids are into, well, right now because of every, like, the holidays, they found these videos on YouTube with Santa Claus get caught, gets caught. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it funny? Yeah. So, you know, he's dropping off gifts and <clears throat> Krista is like overly excited, like, mommy, 
oh my God, we have to leave a camera because we have to get Santa Claus on camera ourselves. <laughs> so she's making this whole plan on how to catch Santa Claus in the act. But I was like, well, you know. He, Do you I don't remember when gifts. you found out well, Santa Claus isn't real? What are you talking about? Santa Claus is real. <laughs> it is real. Oh, okay. <laughs> but do you remember the time you found out he wasn't? Yeah, somebody told me and that was really, really sucky. How old were you? I don't know. I don't remember exactly. Were you living in Mexico or you living no, in the No, we were living in Mexico. We were living in Mexico and this girl told me, well, you know, Santa Claus is not real. He's your parents. And that really broke my heart. I can still remember it. That bitch. See, like, I don't remember my, my, my like, when I, I clearly remember the day that, like, I found out Santa Claus. I was 10 years old, which I feel like I was so old. Okay. I hope moms are not listening with their kids. Oh. <laughs> because that's the thing, like, around social media. I, I was 10 years old. We were in Toys R Us. Um, and I remember dad telling me, like, what do you want Santa Claus to bring you? And then we were right in front of this, like, barbie pizzeria like a domino's pizza barbie set oh yeah you had that i remember yeah and he was like well i'll buy it for you because you know i'm santa claus and i was like oh really well can you also buy me this and he was like yeah and i was like cool i told you yeah dad told me santa wasn't real well maybe yeah because i knew since mexico and that really sucked i remember So then you didn't tell me when you got home no i straight out believed santa claus i was 10 that's old good i mean that's good and and just to see my my kids seeing like and believing and just you know that now it's christmas everything music movies so they're watching all the movies and christmas related from cats to dogs Mm -hmm. to everything and they believe it like they're like mommy like santa claus can do this and santa claus can do that um but we did have that conversation of what do we really celebrate on christmas and you know she was like santa claus and i was like no it's the birth of jesus christ so you know we went through the whole story i thought you were gonna say like giving And well, that's what I was because that's the conversation I have with myself. But go ahead, Jesus Christ. Uh Yeah, well, you know, she was like, it's about loving, yeah, because that's the message in every movie. Christmas is not our gift; it's about loving each other. But I was like, well, the reality is that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And she was like, really? So we went through the whole nativity story, and I told her. So that's why that's why Grandma's name is Maria de Jesus because she was born on Christmas. And she was like, oh, I didn't know. And, and therefore, a man with a beard comes down the chimney and leaves you a present. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? <laughs> well, you know. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, And you know how I am. I'm so cynical <laughs> about life that I, we haven't had a conversation with my husband about like what we're going to do about Santa. Like, Oh, yeah. Um, so I, do, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to rob my child from that fantasy. Yeah. It's but okay. at the same time, like, you He's know how only I am. Two. He's only three. I know, but I mean, and he says only six. You know? know, she she believes in it. So like, well, I'm glad you told me she still believes in it. Cause I, I totally would have been like, "There's no Santa." Yeah, they they believe in it. They fully believe in it. They want to get him caught in in the video. Uh, they want to make cookies and milk because that's what he likes. You know. But I also, I also wanted to tell I- them about the, the Jesus Christ and the Reyes Magos and all that stuff because you know. Yeah, I also. Um, just found out about the shelf on an elf or an elf on a shelf. <laughs> I don't even know what that's See, That Fernando told me about that his girlfriend's like mom does or his Everybody girlfriend's does. daughter. Uh, his girlfriend's daughter. No, he doesn't. <laughs> his girlfriend's sister. Uh, yeah, he has, she has a niece or something. Like that. Yeah. That uh, they put like a different, uh, like the elf on the shelf in the 
this elf watches over you so you behave so i kind of i kind of feel like <laughs> it's i mean i don't I, but isn't that what we do though yeah i kind of like, feel well, like it's be like good the, because if not santa's not gonna give you a present i feel like it's kind of having the niño dios you know like in the house like oh el niño está viendo, and you dress the niño dios in different yeah. things so again it's like it's the it's the american version of el niño dios <laughs> I don't know. Well, it would be so freaky if you wake up and the Niño Dios is in a different place, though. Like, no. the Niño Dios moved. So watch out. He's yeah. Tell God. No, because she told me, she said, oh, you know, we went to her. She's she's in Girl Scouts. So they they went on a meeting and she was like, oh, they all have a shelf, an elf in the shelf and they name it. They have names. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I didn't even That's know. That's scary. It is. And I, don't, I think it looks freaky. That little elf looks <laughs> freaky. I don't really like it. I mean, I don't even know about it. Like, I don't know about this. Low-key Niño Dios kind of looks freaky, too. Depends. Some are cute. <laughs> some are cute. Low-key. Some has, would scare me when I was... Some of them, like, like, yeah. like que no están bien hechos, tienen unos ojos así como que muy, like... Yeah. You know, like and some are adorable. Some are really cute. I mean, you know, like, we, we have Niño Dios that have passed down generations. Yeah. But, like... Like, Grandma Niño Dios was scary. Grandma Niño Dios. But, like, there's two... We have two grandmas, and there's another Niño Dios from the other grandma that's, like, really big. Uh-huh. That's, like, that's an enuco Dios. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, a real eight-pound baby. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... They have like whole party, like the, like yes, in Mitla, yes. You know they're gonna have El Arroyo de Niño Dios and the whole town, and they have like a mayordomo and mm-hmm. like it's a big deal. I know, no, I, I know. So we're gonna so be Santa around Claus. that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> People are making oh. videos on YouTube about him. <laughs> well, I'm glad Santa Claus is gonna go all the way to Mitla. Yeah. So oh. you know, but that's the thing. <laughs> Because, like, I'm not going to have a Santa Claus. I'm going to have a present for my son from Santa Claus. So, like, is that going to mess up your... Um, I'm not going to have, like, uh, you know, gifts. Uh, if anything, it's going to be, like, maybe, like, well, I left them in L.A. <laughs> or something like that. I don't want to carry stuff around. And, and you know, we Because talk- you did it last year. I did but it last year. my son was, like, one and a half, so yeah. I didn't really... But, you know, honestly, like, we have so many toys so many toys that you know i've had conversations with my kids about like we we can't just cannot get any more toys so i said you know what don't you think about something else like you know that you want like I don't know, tickets to disneyland or like you know not very farm or something you know like just something else so she's thinking about it but i was like when we're not gonna get any more gifts and we have gifts that we haven't opened from the birthday mm-hmm. and i told her you know we're not gonna open them we're just not gonna open them <laughs> either we're gonna give them away or you'll open them when later or we can just give them to other kids so like you know it's just so much it's just so much i don't want any so santa claus is probably gonna give us experiences this year oh nice that's really cool yeah yeah you know? that makes total sense i mean you know me <laughs> i'm not only cynical but i'm also like i was that are like i don't like to have anything yeah well like what, it takes a lot for me to buy something because your son is not in a rice school anymore right Mm-mm, so now they're nope. more mainstream so all the kids are like santa claus and you know all of that stuff so he's gonna be around that oh yeah and i and no i mean eventually he's gonna move to kindergarten and like you know like yeah i understand that's why like i gotta have a plan i gotta talk to my <laughs> husband about that though um speaking of baby Look at that. She's like, she's she's like she's oh, you, you're going to get something for Santa Claus, too. Don't worry. <laughs> she's probably like, going to be Chi-Chi. She's like, I want Santa. Yeah, it's Chi-Chi. I know. Chi-Chi. It's Chi-Chi. Uh, let's take a break and we come back. Uh, let's talk about how you're doing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
she's like there. She's like that three month. She's two. She's like nine weeks, ten weeks, ten weeks, ten weeks. Um, We're still counting in weeks. <laughs> Then we'll move on to months and then, you know, we're still counting in weeks, according to the doctor and everybody, which is, we're still in the week phase. Okay. So 10 weeks. 10 weeks. A couple of weeks from being three months. Yes. How, how's, how's it been? I know we haven't spoken and you can totally cry. No one's judging you. I already, like, as soon as I asked you that question, you like, your ears are swelling up. Um, It's been really rough. You know, I, I've i been kind of talking about it a little bit on social media, but it's been really rough. Um, the transition between one or two, one and two was very easy. And now that I look back, it was pretty easy uh, having Sabina. Krista took on her really fast and it was good. You know, I was like doing things right away. But this time it's been really hard. Um, I don't know. It's just been, I feel like, I feel like a rookie mom. I feel like I'm doing this for the first time. And it's just something that took me, I don't like, very surprised. Um, and I don't know. It's just been, you know, I'm actually, this is my third week seeing somebody for postpartum, mm-hmm. which... Uh, postpartum. The postpartum depression. So they, you know, I, I started seeing somebody because I was like, I just really need to figure things out. You know, I remember, I, I think the, the biggest problem that I have is I have a really bad sense of time. So people like her and the doctor and people tell me she's only nine weeks. She's only 10 weeks. You know, you can't really have everything together in that short amount of time. But in my head, it's been a year. Like in my head and compa- I think because I keep comparing it to the first time or the second time. But I, it's been such a long time that I, my timing is not right in my head that I feel like a failure. I feel like, oh, my God, but it's been all this time and I don't have it together. You know, I can't function well. And I think that's one it has been really rough. And I've that's the one thing that I've figured out in these two or three weeks that I've been getting help, that it's not a year or a year and a half and that it's only been nine weeks and everybody's adjusting and everybody's just, you know, that it's going to take time. But I feel like because we live such a fast life, mm-hmm. you know, you, me, you know, we live such a fast life that my time perspective is really off and it's just really hard on me just seeing that, you know, everybody's out and just going out of their lives and I feel like I'm not. And I feel like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a loser. Or like the other thing that I felt is like, why am I feeling like this when I got mentally prepared for two years, you know, when I've done all this work on myself and all these things on myself. And all of a sudden I can't use those tools. And it's not like I don't want to, but I just don't know how to. Right. And so, you know, the doctor also told me that. It's a hormonal imbalance that my hormones have to get back. That it's not, you know, it's not that I don't want to. It's not that I'm like, oh, I just want to feel like this. It's just like you physically or mentally, your mind is your hormones and everything in your head is still like getting back to normal. So it's going to take time. You know, he said, you know, you have taken nine months to have this baby. It's going to take you, you know, a few months to get back. So I think all of that and then. My kids are so much more vocal about things. Sabina is having a really rough time. Like she is, 
it's just been really rough with her, you know, from the moment she sees me to the moment she goes to sleep. She just she just cries all the time, all day long. Um, and she's really rough with the baby. And, you know, I try to be like, you know, oh, don't, you know, let's play with her this way. Or let's play with her that way. Um, she literally gets on top of her. She's put pillows on her face. Um, if I turn around, she's already has she has her fingers in her mouth or in her nose or in her eyes or you know, in every little hole in her body. And, um, wait, not every hole. Well, not every hole, but like, you know, um, and she twists her arm, she twists her foot, or she holds, like, it's just, she's trying to push her off the bed a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And so I sometimes tend to go, like, no, Sabina, come on, stop. Or, you know, and so she gets mad and she wants me to sleep with her. And then Chris is like, what about me? You don't love me anymore. How come you don't love me anymore? And it's like, oh my God, you know, I just, um, it's, it's hard. And then, now this i think these few days maybe a week i've been mean i've been able to do more things like i was like okay i need to take a shower get up go do and figure it out if she cries in the car she cries in the car you know i've been um i actually went to see gabrielle kaufman she she was um a guest here on the show and she's the one that's helping me and the first time that i went to visit her she cried the whole way from my house to her and i was i had a lot of anxiety in the car. I was like, why did I even get out of the house? You know, I should have just stayed. And I got there and I told her, I said, you know, I just don't, you know, she cried the whole way and I don't know what to do. So when I left, she said, you know, why don't you pump up the music in the car and then put it over the cries? And I was like, what? I don't know if I could do that. She was like, yeah, just try it. So then I did and then she fell asleep. So, you know, <laughs> she got tired and she fell asleep. So after that, she's been more better in the car like you know we put music Maybe and stuff put those baby headphones on her and then like just blast it <laughs> i don't know but i put the music and then now you know so now i've been able to that i you know put the ergo on and i just go and take other kids to school pick them up now i'm taking on more things um i went to get ice cream with the three of them for the first time and that that was okay you know they i had to hold on to each one and you know just be careful but i just think it's hard like you know i i had to let go of a lot of things like i was like oh my god i have to clean my house or look at my house it's a mess or, you know because when mom was here she was had it all clean all the time so when she left my house was not clean and you know there was dishes and things and that and and i was like i am such a failure like i can't believe you know my life is this and so then people have spoke to me and told me like to put things into perspective on, of time because I think that's that's what's been the hardest like feeling that I did all these things to get better to be a better version of myself and then I, I lost me again um, a few weeks ago we received an email with pictures of a photo shoot that we took mm -hmm. when I was pregnant yeah and I saw myself and I cried so much when I saw that photo shoot because I was like where is that person? You know, where, where are you? And um, and I saw it and I was like, I, I did so much work and I worked so hard to feel like that. And I lost it. I lost it. I just don't feel like that. You know, I don't feel, I feel judged. And I'm sure people are not judging me, but I feel really judged because I'm supposed to have it together, you know, and bounce back because I already have... I was talking to my coach 
And I told her, I said, I'm sorry. I apologized to her. I said, you know, I lost all the work that we've done. I don't feel like that. And she, I thought she was going to be like, you know, like, but you're supposed to. Or, and she was like, what are you talking about? She, you know, she's like, what are you talking about? Like, this moment, you telling me this, it's it's so much, it's so big that you're being vulnerable and just accepting it. And I think that's that's why I've been feeling so low because I feel like I lost myself. I lost everything that I work for, you know, like the person that I was three months ago when I was pregnant, I had all this energy and I felt great about myself, about my life, about everything. I, it's not there right now, but I'm working really hard, you know, and, and the thing is like, I know how it feels to be better. So I really want to get there again and it's going to take me some time, but, um, I'm trying, I'm really trying this time and, you know, that's how it's been. <laughs> well, thank you. I think, and not just thank you for myself. I think, I think your coach is right. You know, like admitting how you are, like how you really truly feel without having to put, you know, a filter on it is really difficult. Yeah. And it takes a lot of courage to accept yourself, you know, and to accept who you are and, and 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 moving from you know and and then the courage to not just accepting yourself but the courage to say i want to become better because a lot of people don't even get to that point a lot of people maybe just feel like lie to themselves every single day about who they are or about how they feel without having to face who they are and you know it's it it means so much for moms to also or and to myself to everyone to know you know, it's like, they, we, especially long-time listeners of the show, right? How we may come across that, like, we have everything together. And, you know, we've gone to, you know, to see the Oprahs and the Tony Robbinses. And to know that it's like, and if someone, you know, like us that has that has all this preparedness yeah. can feel like how you feel today, you know, can bring so much just like comfort to a mom who 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 just feels like this. I mean, yeah. there are people who feel like this, but every single day of their lives, I who know. constantly have to lie to themselves and say, "Okay, I'm this, this other person," or "This is life." Yeah. You know? No, I know, and you know, even though I have tried to listen to Oprah and Tony Robbins again and everything, it's it's something stronger than me. Like I don't even know how to explain it. You know, and you know, I was even afraid to talk to somebody because I was like, oh my God, you know, like that. Like I lost it. I lost everything. I lost all the progress. I lost everything. And how, how, con que cara, you know, <laughs> kind of like that. Like, con que cara voy a hablarle, con que cara voy a decir um, that I feel like this because I'm not supposed to feel like this or I'm not supposed to, you know. Um, but when I did, and I, and, you know, everybody's just been like really, you know, supportive about it. And my support team, like my coach now, you know, um, Gabrielle, that has been so graceful and helpful and so kind. And, you know, everybody. And, you know, all the moms that I sometimes see, the moms outside of um, 
gris school and before i would just be like hi bye you know i gotta go and now that i have the baby and I, you know i'm not working i've taken time to have conversations and just see that everybody has gone through the same thing you know people go through that and or some people don't go through that and they're like i don't you know i didn't go through that but like if you need anything <laughs> you know they've sent me like vouchers for free dinners you know dinners on us or like if you want me to pick up your daughter just let me know or play dates like people offer play dates and people offer me this and people offer me that you know i have a friend that even told me that she didn't give me her number from her doctor so they gave me medication <laughs> and i was like yeah i'm not there yet you know <laughs> that but thank you thank you for the offer um but you know it's just and and the thing is like getting help is the hardest thing you know, even though I have had help before and I know that it was the best thing to do, picking up that phone, it wasn't because I didn't want to do it or because I was like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. It was because I was afraid of facing my feelings and just being like, I feel like a failure. I feel like I don't know who I am. And it's, you know, I had two kids. It's not like this is my first baby. And that's the thing that this is not my first baby. Like, this is my third baby. Like, what's going on? Like, how come, how come it, how come it's taking me this long? But then I'm like, it hasn't been that long. You know, it's only been nine weeks. It's only been eight weeks. And when I got better with Krista, now that I started looking back and think, really thinking about it, it took me two years to get help to do something, to get out of it, to do all of that. But in my head, because I got out of it and I already know what it, what it's like, it's like, well, it's been, you know, this long. How come you don't feel like that, you know, yet? And, you know, even... The, I was talking to Ramiro the other day. We went to dinner and I was talking to him. And he said something like, well, you've been through this. Like, you know, like you'll be fine. And I was like, I don't think you understand what I'm going through. So, um, you know, I think I'm. Gabriel suggested that he goes with me on one so we could talk about it and he can like really understand because he's like, well, your friends went through it. Like everybody goes through it. You know, like people from outside don't really see it. Especially because we have the show and we talk about it so much. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why it was harder for you because it's like, I mean, isn't that what you talk about all the time, Paulina? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like. You know, you it's hard for you to confide on people because, you know, a lot may have the reaction that your husband, your your own husband, yeah, has. You know, where it's like, well, haven't you spoken about this in the show for the past two years? Yeah, you know, so it's like it goes it goes back to what you said, like con que cara, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like fuck. I feel worse. Like oh my god, yeah. you know. Once you, I guess you know, once you get to a certain point, you're like come on you know <laughs> come on and it's like oh my god and, and that is in my head and i'm like that has you know different faces but it's only me telling myself like what the hell are you doing like what's wrong with you 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 know again and again and again so you know i'm 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 really working on it and you know i've even though i've did all the oils and everything like really going to therapy and talking about it and you know talking to everybody that hears me about this it's 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 helpful because every time I talk about it more, it's like, okay, it, I remember something or I'm like, okay, you know, calmate. Like it's only, you know, it's not, it's not, you haven't lost three years of your life. You know, this tiny baby, she's so, she's so tiny still. Um, But, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to 
getting myself back again and you know like, like last week we had, had a photo shoot mm-hmm. and i did my hair i did my makeup and and then they took some pictures of me and they sent me some images and i was like oh there there she is you know i was like there there you know there i am like you know uh, i i see flashes of me more now here and there um I, you know and i'm gonna tell you something like last time i came a few weeks ago i came and i was here and i think we did a little recording and after that you and me had a conversation I couldn't look at you in the eyes. I couldn't. And I was shaking. And I was so anxious because I felt like... Judged? Yeah, I felt like that. And I just got out of here. I ran out of here. And I couldn't. You know, and it, it happened with you. It happened with my husband. It happened with, like, people that... I, I felt like the expectations are so high that I couldn't be, you know, I couldn't be like like I was. So I just... That's why I alienated myself at home. And um, now I'm like, okay, that's what was happening. You know, I just didn't want... I, at the moment, I didn't know what to call it. I was just like, I can't. And I left and I would leave. But, um, I'm, you know, I'm working and trying to get better. And hopefully, you know, I, I know what it's like to be better. So I'm going to do my best to get there, you know? Yeah, I mean, often we set expectations on other people so easily that we forget like that we need to just look within us mm-hmm. you know um and i think just just like you may expect people to to know what you're going through and understand you but sometimes people need to know what you really are going through and that's about yeah. being vocal too right yeah yeah you know and i think because of all the pressure I put on myself of like, no, but you can't. Like, you have to get it together fast that I don't say anything, you know? And I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm trying and then I can't. And so that, that's why, you know, talking about it just helps a lot, you know? So it's it's rough. And, and another thing that I was talking to Gabrielle was that, you know... Um, People don't talk about this because of that, because it's so shameful. I felt shame, you know, I felt ashamed, you know, I'm surrounded with all these badass women and like, you know, so it was shameful for me to say it. And so that's why people don't say that they feel like this. And then, you know, they go for years feeling like this or they just never get better and then evolves into different things. So I think it's super important that people, people talk about it. Um, the first time talking about it, getting therapy, getting help, helped me. And this time, you know, it's made a difference. And it's only been three weeks that I've been going. Two weeks, actually. This, this is my, my third week. Um, and I spoke to my coach twice, you know, and the same thing. Like, it made such a big difference. Um, just hearing her tell me that, like, that just lifted a lot from my shoulders and saying, like, okay, you know, I'm not a loser. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and so now we focus on something else. We're not focusing on like you know the things that we were focusing before. Now we change the focus to me, and you know to getting better and stuff. So, and it's also important that I think the emphasis goes on speaking to professionals. Yes, you know, like you just mentioned that you have both a coach and uh, postpartum therapist, which are two different things. They're both professionals. I think a lot what happens with us, and there is a lot of available professional help 
available to the community that's oh yeah yeah that's you know that doesn't you don't have to pay for it just mm-hmm. fyi and just because i know a lot of people might automatically go with yeah but that costs money yeah, right yeah there are a lot of free services that we will relink on the show notes but i want to emphasize this because people live their lives you know and so often when you are in a place like where you are right now balina like you you may talk to someone, even me, for example, right? And I, as Bricia Lopez, maybe not have the right answer for you, you know? Yeah. And you put those expectations on someone like that doesn't have, that doesn't do that for a living. Mm-hmm. Is you know, it's not, it's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's why seeking professional help is important. And I know we had a conversation, and you know, I noticed that you were going through this, and that's why I told you, like. Have you called Gabrielle? Have you called your coach? And it, it's still after I told you, it took you some time to actually pick up the phone. Yeah. But because like, I'm, I'm not a therapist. You know? Yeah, no, 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 and for other, sure. And, and, and your friends, and it's okay to talk to your friends and listen, but that's why maybe like you feel like people judge you. You know a therapist isn't going to judge you. Yeah. You know, and no. you know a professional isn't going to judge you because I don't know you. No. So if you don't feel comfortable talking for people to people for, you know, because you might feel afraid that someone might judge you, like talk to, talk to a professional. And I think also when you talk to your friends and stuff, you don't really tell them everything. Mm-hmm. You don't. You you hold back. You say the things that you kind of want to say, but you don't really t- say everything, you know, because you, again, you're going to feel judged. You're going to be like, oh, my God, you know, they're going to tell me this or tell me that. And then when you're with somebody that knows what they're doing, they know how to ask the right questions. Mm-hmm, exactly. They know how to, they they ask you, you know, they let you talk, but then they're like, okay, well, let me ask you this. And then they start asking me and then more things come up and, you know, um, they also give you resources, not just like, oh, you should take a tea, you know? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Read this book. Yeah, you know, they say, okay, you know, maybe, you know, you should do this, or you should do that, or, mm-hmm. you know, my coach sends me, like, you know, lectures or exercises to do with myself or specific things, like, okay, you should do breathing, you should do this, you should do that, and it's like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, but, you know, because your friends give you a thousand things that work for them, you know, for whatever, but, you know, it's, it's different, and, really talking to somebody professionally is what has made a difference for me not nothing before that you mm-hmm. know um so i think it's very important that we do talk to, to no, somebody that knows what they're doing because you don't want to get misled also yeah and and i think also like a lot of a lot of times like oh i mean i'm gonna speak for myself like you already know what certain people like what certain friends will tell you mm-hmm. but you still go and tell them because you just need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And then what you already know they're going to tell you, they tell you because that's just who they are. And that's just the way they're living their life affects you even more because you're like, I already knew that. Mm-hmm. Yet I still went ahead and talked to them. And now I feel worse. Yeah. So it's like a visual cycle that we get ourselves into. Um, which again, is the importance of seeking a professional help. Yeah, very important, very important to to look at. And there's a lot of there's a lot of resources, you know. I because I know Gabrielle because of the show. I, I just it was just easy for me to pick up the phone and call her, and the coach because I've had it for like a long time. But you know, the last time that I didn't know anything, I actually went to the Southern California Counseling Center, and that's when I got my first um, therapist and they actually charge you by scale 
of what you make. So if you make little, they charge you 10 bucks, you know, whatever. And then however money they make and they assign you somebody and you work with them. If you don't, And they have everything for kids, for everything. And that's how I started. But there's so many other places too around LA that you can get help and, you know, we'll link all the information. But it's very important that, you know, Google nowadays it's so easy just to google and put free services or like low income or whatever and and you, you there's so many places that can help you now um well maybe it's time to take a break take a breather and drink some water do a few breaths <coughs> and then come back to the last segment we may or may not have No, like I mean. Oh, yeah, she sleeps. <laughs> she's, you know, the whole. She sleeps the whole night, which is great, and that's all I can ask for that night. You sleep. You were already sleeping. You're good yeah, six I'm hours straight, eight hours. Night. Yeah, now I'm sleeping. Now everybody went from feeling bad for you to like <laughs> not feeling bad for you. Everyone went from like ah oh, to what the hell. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I <laughs> no, no, no. Me I mean, something. like being like, fuck, yeah, like, no, no, no. Like, but I, 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 I'm I, thinking about it. At almost three months, like not even three months, and for her to be sleeping through the night, that's a blessing. Well, like, but, let's acknowledge that. Let me tell you what happens. <laughs> I am a very heavy sleeper, just like you. So, I feed her through the night. We do feed through the night, but I just don't wake up. Like I'm just like, and I just put her there, and I just turn around, put her on her side, and that's it. So like, I don't fully like wake up and sit up. But like she feeds through the night. But you know we're already getting used to. It. Like all my babies are like that because I breastfeed and like laying down and co sleep with them. So that's that we all sleep and everybody's happy at home. I know, right? And everyone's sleeping in one bedroom right now. Well, Grisa's not sleeping with us anymore. Oh. She finally went to her room. Good for her. And uh, Sabina is starting to sleep. Like she starts the night in her bed, but like at two or three in the morning she comes to my bed. But we're starting. Like at least I have some time. And she's starting to like sleep longer periods. So two nights I've been I've been able to put her and then go to the living room for to be with my husband alone for like an hour, an hour and a half. Watch a movie, fall asleep because we <laughs> we like let's watch a movie and five minutes later we're sleeping. Uh, but we've been able to be like have some time like two or three times. So it's 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 totally different from her. And you know what I when I what I'm doing, you know that we have that little the Nuna. Mm-hmm. So I, I if I'm in the kitchen, I put the nuna there and I have her there. If I'm in the living room, I pull it and I have it there. The el corralito. Mm-hmm. So that's been really helpful because she doesn't sit yet, so she just wants to be laying down. So that's that's been helpful. Yeah, and another thing, it's important that you may talk to you know Gabrielle or you know it's just like. Or, I, or that's just the way I think. See, I'm talking about like just like from a different <laughs> perspective, I always see it like, you know. Do what you can do to make your life easier. Yeah. You know, because it's easier to yeah. just kind of have everyone in the bed and you're like, I just want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But if you just kind of not fall for instant gratification because it's easier and just work through those, you know, hard nights for a few nights and just say like, okay, just like make the conscious decision of saying, 
today I'm going to fight through it and tomorrow I'll deal with it. Yeah, well, you know. And tonight I'm going to fight for it. Tomorrow I'll deal through it. And eventually you'll actually, as a mom, as a, yourself, will get more rest and you will learn how to start having things together and in order. Yeah. But it's just like a slow process. So many times we procrastinate because we want that instant, just like extra hour of sleep or instant gratification of, you know, for whatever it is. And, and this can relate to any part of your life, not just right now. I mean, in any part of your life and say, okay, I'm going to deal with it to, right now and I'll deal with those fi- and I'll say no to it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how we got Krista and Sabina in their beds because it was time. Like, it's, it was time that they went to our beds. And now Krista rests more, you know? She sleeps on her own. She has her own bed. And, you know, she's in her room. Sabina's starting to. So, you know, that was rough. And, like, every night it's like, ah. Oh, so, you know, working through her through with her. But I had to do it because my back was killing me. So, you know. And then I started going to the chiropractor. Oh, she nice. went, She went to her first visit to the chiropractor. Oh, my God. Did he touch her? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I never allowed him to touch my baby. He still tells me, bring him in. I'm like, no, you're not going to touch my baby. <laughs> Why? I don't know. He's a magician. I'm going to tell you something. He's, I mean, that's I, why. No, I, look, I have nothing against him. I just like, don't touch my baby. <laughs> he's, he told me from the beginning, he's like, he's like, bring your baby. Because, you know, when they are born, they have traumatic experience. They, you know, and I'm like, you know, there's like certain things I believe and like certain things I won't. When I, I'm ready to believe that. I'll come to you. I'm not well, you know, when it. I took her, there were like two babies in there before. Oh my so God. then I was like, okay, <gasps> all right. And he was like, oh, she's she's here for her first one, right? I was like, sure. And I mean, he only like, did yeah, her I know that's what he said. Right? He was yeah. like, I just with fingers. Yeah, I just fingers. Uh, you know, my husband's like, don't you dare let him touch her, <laughs> touch him. I'm like, no, 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 no. So again, just different beliefs, the different people. Yeah, and you know. She she was happy, and it, you know what's funny when he was doing, she was smiling she looks so much like your husband. I know, <laughs> I know. Sabina is the one that looks the most like you. I would say, really? Oh my gosh, yeah. Sabina looks the most like you. Oh, now at the beginning they all look like him. Yeah, I don't know. If she's just I don't know. <laughs> she's just like a little him, which is like kind of like scary. <laughs> it's weird because I don't see it, oh. but yeah, I guess. Um, he was like. What if I would tell you that, you know, if we have another one, it look just like you. Would you want to have one? I was like, I was like, nah, it's all right. Cool. They can look like you. <laughs> it's all right. I was like, I'm not putting myself through this again. Let me get out of this first and then we'll we'll talk. I was like, no, but no, you get to get you go. You need to go get in. Uh, cut, cut. We're done. So what how do you picture your life in the next three months? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go back to work, we know, in January. So um, I, I, I'm excited about that because I, I want to start like seeing how my life is going to start looking. You know, this was like um, this was like a like a break. And it was also something that was like in the back of my mind, like, oh, you're so stupid. When you go back to work, you're, you're going to be like, I should have enjoyed this time more, you know, because when am I ever going to go home and stay there for two months, you know, mm-hmm. three months? So, uh, but I'm excited because I know that it's going to be like the beginning of what the life is going to be with, with three kids and, you know, starting to figure out their routines and, you know, going to sc- the schools and babysitters and, you know, actually, I think actually starting to have like a normal, like routine of what the rest of 
the life is gonna look like with the three of them and i'm excited it's fun you know the older she gets she's more interactive so with the kids and everything and me so you know i'm excited you know she's already so much bigger so big already but how do you picture and i and i tell you this because i think it's important for us to at least kind of have an idea on where to on what we are achieving you know, you put so much effort into your birth. And I think we spoke yeah. about this last time, you know, and I think I had a conversation with, I think someone about postpartum and like everything you read and everything you prepared was for your wonderful home birth Yeah, <laughs> that you did nothing to prepare for like your next three months. Yeah. You know, like looking back, wouldn't it be better to have like a whatever birth and have amazing next three months? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what happened with Tamina. You know, with Tavina, I prepared nothing for my birth at all, like nothing. And then when she came, I was like, I got this. Like, it was so easy. I bounced back so easy with her. Like, I got out of the hospital the next day. It was my birthday. I was, you know, it was just so easy. And with her, it was just like, I broke. I broke right after she was born. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm excited about the vision board because I want to put what I want for next year. And, you know, I, I know I'm able to do it. I mean, you know, mom had yeah. four kids, you know, yeah. I'm able to do it. Uh, I, I want to go back to, you know, working and achieving. I was I was in such a good track of doing that. Um, I'm I'm actually I was looking at my vision board from last year and I was like, oh, there's things that I need to move to the new one because I don't want to lose that, you know, and um, I want to continue achieving. I want to continue doing the same. I want to get to where I was and then keep growing from there. And what are you excited about the most? I'm excited about I'm excited about just going back to my regular life. That's what I'm excited. Like, as like simple as that sounds. Going back to my regular life, it sounds so exciting. Like getting ready, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I actually had Mari go check my closet. I was like, help me. I I need help. Like I I need my clothes. I need to get myself back. I want to go do my hair again. I want to like just, you know, wake up in the morning and work and take some time for myself. That's what I need. Take time for myself to do my makeup, my hair. I, I was actually... Um, I did an Insta story and I was like, I want to feel normal. And somebody sent me a message. Jen sent me a message said, I love how your new normal is doing your hair and makeup. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it is. And you know what? Let me call somebody to come and do my hair and makeup. Because I, you know, that's, I want to feel like that again. You know, that's, that was like what I was before. I want to get there again. So I want you to just stay here and, and like, you know. Your your whole like and I, and I hope you like the moms listening and like got to see the difference between your voice. <laughs> yeah. When you said I'm excited for my new life, to like when I asked you, but what are you excited about? And like how you got really excited when you were talking <laughs> about my hair. <laughs> yeah, but like those like ideas, like I want to. Who cares what it is? You know, I'm excited to fucking eat peanuts again. I don't know. Uh, in eat what? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> be excited about that. I'm sure Ramiro will be very excited. Um, and just like your whole like, even just the way you're looking changes, yeah. you know, like when you just like, oh, my God, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for that. And I just want moms to get excited for the next year or or even. I'm in- excited about tomorrow. The Richard Moe party is tomorrow. But just like to get excited about every day about tomorrow imagine yeah. if every day you felt excited about tomorrow imagine if every day you're like oh my god i'm excited to whatever happens i'm just gonna feel excited today and make this decision to just like instead of feeling anxious like i just want to feel excited yeah and just at least even if you don't do anything you're like i'm excited <laughs> to 
try to do it you know well i'm excited about getting out of the house with a baby and being here you know and then after here i'm gonna go pick up something and i'm excited about just driving and listening to music and that's just what i'm excited about just getting out of the house so that's exciting well thank you paulina well thank you for being so uh (laughs) open with our sisters uh and we will be recording in oaxaca Yes. When we're there, I'm excited for that. I wanted to talk to mom, um, take some questions, maybe do like a Facebook Live or something. And um, oh, that'll be fun at mom's house. Yeah. yeah. From Mitla, from the ruins. <laughs> Coming to you live from. <laughs> I hate the word ruins. Okay, it's talking like an architect, archaeological site. From the archaeological site. Yeah, because it's like when people say they're ruins, like you mean like. <laughs> Las ruinas. Like, like, it's, like it's ruined. I hate that word. I don't use that word. Um. And thank you, sisters. And, you know, don't forget to subscribe to our show. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to rate us. I've, You know what? We've been lagging on, like, pushing ratings. And I've noticed, like, here's one thing. Like, when you learn from other people who do podcasts, how much people push ratings. I'm like, with all our sisters, we can probably get really good ratings. We can. But I also realize that it takes incentive for someone to do ratings. Ah. So here is my incentive. I was thinking, I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because, you know... I know you guys show us love and I, I, I don't doubt your love. Trust me. <laughs> I know you guys love us. But I was like, what, am, what can I give them in return for their gesture of kindness? For those who gave us five stars, of course. Um, not the ones that gave us four. Not the ones that gave us four. But <laughs> I'm going to send you guys a pin. People have been asking about pins uh, forever. Like, let me have a pin. And, you know, we haven't been putting it on the site because we... You know, we, we gave them away from free at the social. We're going to give them away at the vision board party. Um, and I just don't want to sell them. Like, I don't want to be like, buy my pin. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, so I'm going to mail pins to those who review us, who review your podcast. So all you have to do is take a screenshot. Take a screenshot of your of your rating. It's going to, okay, you have to be patient too. Take a screenshot of your rating. Um, email us. Email your screenshot to reviews with an s at the end reviews at supermamas.com reviews at supermamas.com send us a screenshot with your name and address and we'll mail you a pin oh that's cool right yeah makes me want to review my own show make me too can i have a pin <coughs> supermamas.com <laughs> at underscore supermamas on instagram and twitter and supermamas podcast on facebook and supermamas.com on the web <laughs> No, you need to get your life together. Uh, Paulina, where can they find you on Instagram? At I am Paulina Lopez. <laughs> Wait, I what? tell you because I said that was the first thing I said. You were on Oh shit! Yeah, I am Paulina Lopez. I am. <gasps> we'll be right there, <laughs> Pastor Jaime. Oh my god! <laughs> and at Ambrosia Lopez. No, I'm sorry, at Ambrosia Lopez. <laughs> I know, that's so nice. Um, later. Did you see the pastor came to see you? I know. Super Bye. Bye. Bye.